Yo. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everyone? What is going on? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the PlayStation Collectors Podcast, Season 2, Episode number 35. And tonight, we welcome Nintendo Revised to the show. Welcome, Jesse. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, man, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. We really appreciate what you're yeah. doing in the community right now, Jesse. For people who aren't aware of who you are, please introduce yourself. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, so I'm the admin and the creator of Nintendo Revised. And uh, what we do is we look for Nintendo Switch uh, reprinted cartridges of a lot of games mainly first-party titles, but including indies and third parties, trying to find the most complete cartridges that have all the content on the cart, including all patches, DLC, uh, bug fixes, etc. So that's mainly what I do, but I also dabble in uh, fighting for preservation for PlayStation and Xbox and preservation as a whole, as I feel like that's very important for uh, us gamers. Absolutely. And now is definitely a good time because it's just all going off the rails. <laughs> it's just Absolutely. with, the, with the, the new PS5 Slims and the updates and the half-assed releases and broken games. And, oh, man, it's like this type of uh, work needs to be done by the community because the companies are just failing. And it's yeah, so important yeah. today to be getting this information out rather than in the future when this information can be hard to find or patches have already disappeared and games have already become unplayable. So it's great that you're working on this currently. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Um, since you guys are, it, it seems like PlayStation is, is more your, your thing. Um, or maybe that's a bad assumption. I'm just going based on the name of the podcast is, um, <laughs> How do you we, all we feel talk about, about the... all all genres here? PC gaming, mobile gaming, gotcha. you know. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Started off with the PlayStation Collector Show and sort of just breached out into video games and a little bit of everything. No, that, that's perfectly uh, understandable. A lot of people assume that I just talk about Nintendo just based on my name, so I get I get it. 
But how do y'all feel about the PS5 Slim requiring a internet connection just to set up the disk drive? Oh, I think it's ridiculous. And we didn't bring this up last week, but they announced that you can't actually exchange disk drives in it, right? So once you've you've got one, you can't put in an ex external um, hard drive or anything like that. Is that correct? I don't know what you mean. No, there was a big controversy. I'll, I'll look it up on Twitter, but there was a big like you can't add like an like a like an SD like an external for your PS4 games. You mean stuff like that? Or? Yeah, and if you're going to, you have to like um, reformat the hard drive and different things like. Oh that. Jesus Christ! And I also heard that every time you reformat the the PS5, it requires an internet connection yet again just to set it back up again. So yeah, yeah. another thing. So it's like the most anti preservation console that's ever been produced it's awful well there's always the uh, xbox series x and xbox one and xbox series s all of those require internet too <laughs> just to set up so <laughs> consoles yeah. like the series s is the most useless console that's ever been produced in modern day like there's games that don't fit on the console it's ridiculous uh, yeah you, you should really just get a pc at that point and yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand. Like, I mean, maybe I get it if that's all you can afford or whatever, or if there's like one or two games you want to play, you're like a real casual, casual gamer or something. But no one who's into the hobby can find much use out of that thing. So, if you enjoy it, you're going to regret it because then you can't put it, you can't put any discs in it. Like, <laughs> it's the right, most right. product. <laughs> I have an, a Series X myself. Um, this was way before I got super deep into, you know, preservation and stuff. And I really started gaining my knowledge about it. But uh, I always knew I wanted more of a physical console. But even the Series X itself is not really worth owning, per se. Because the discs just don't have much content on them anyway. And then, like I said, you have to have internet just to set up the thing. So it's uh, it's dumb. But I just I usually use my Xbox solely for Game Pass. And if I like the game enough, I will go buy it on my Switch. <laughs> that's that's what I've done. You know, it just makes that, the most sense. That's completely me. fair. I've got a PC where I've got Game Pass, and like it's all on there. And once I get sick of Game Pass, I just cancel it and forget about it. And you know, right, you right. Apple, you can usually look around on the internet and find like one dollar for a month for Game Card Pass and different codes. Mm -hmm. like so, I don't think I've ever paid full price for Game Pass once. It's a great service. Yeah, yeah I no, have, uh, no, no collection for Xbox at all. I completely collect physically for PlayStation and Nintendo, and I have a huge Switch collection, just so you know. So. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Don't worry about the nice, nice. I casually collect for the Switch, in my opinion, and I have like six hundred games. <laughs> but that's, to me, that's like a my that's like a pastime collecting. Like I, like most of my Switch collections, a lot like a lot of doubles. I like, pick up the PS4 and the Switch copy in a lot of games because I'm so nice. Yeah. So just purely out of curiosity, um, when did when did you guys uh, encounter like? our spreadsheet like what where did you find us or how did that come about i came across you on twitter and i'm i'm assuming it's probably because of um 
being in the community, following all the different limited run games, first press games, all those communities that I would have come across you. I've been following you for about six months or so. Okay, uh, okay. And and I do recall one of our viewers talking about your project as well. Okay. I, I recall that it was a while back one episode. So, yes, people gotcha. have definitely been talking about you in good good ways, which is awesome. <laughs> Uh, not all, not everybody. A lot of people on Twitter dislike me. <laughs> I'm very, uh, I'm very it. outspoken. I'm very outspoken. <laughs> what can I say? Well, there's a lot of people that just literally worship these companies in a sick, strange, cult-like fashion. That any form of criticism towards them at all type they take as some sort of personal attack on themselves, and it's quite interesting. Yeah, like it's like why, why, who, why are you defending? this awful practice that doesn't benefit you in any way like i don't i literally don't understand like what are you hoping they get they send you free stuff or something like I, <laughs> what are you trying to yeah, do here i don't get it either today i uh, actually got no i wouldn't say attacked but i got um i got some negative feedback just because i was outspoken about the playstation portal which i think is absolutely a dumb piece of device that playstation is putting out just solely for the purpose of there's nothing that you can do on it natively and you can't really use it, you know, unless you're tied to the internet and tied to the PS five. So mm -hmm. I've been speaking negatively about it and um, I have a lot of PlayStation lovers that would come after me. And of course, everybody assumes I love Nintendo, but I was the first one to criticize Nintendo when they when they put out Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with the DLC in Japan and only included Wave 1 through 5 and did not include Wave, wave 6. You that's know, what, so no. That's the thing I found you on Twitter with where I was extremely pissed off with that too. Like I was literally like beyond irritated when they did that. Like I yeah, couldn't believe yeah. that they did that. Like that and it's like we're talking weeks apart when the game was released and when this freaking last patch was released it's not like the next patch is coming out next year it right. was like it's out now it just came out and the cart got released like less than a month ago yeah it, yeah it was about a just month delay ago. it for god's sakes like oh, man. it's almost with, like uh, a double dip that they know what their consumer wants is all the content so they know their consumers will buy that content with all the dlc and then if there's one more they'll buy that as well so they get their profit yeah wise. yeah and they did the same thing with uh violet and and scarlet you know the yeah, dlc exactly. expansion pass is only including the first dlc and not the second and uh, of course it has that stupid download required banner and i and i called out nintendo and the pokemon company for that too and like i said um i i guess a lot of people assume that I just criticize PlayStation, but but you know Nintendo gets it too. It's they they make some dumb decisions, and I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's actually really disappointing with Scarlet and Violet. Like I, <clears throat> I wanted to buy both of them. I'm really happy to own the Sword and Shield packs of all the DLC included on the card, and mm -hmm. they're going the complete opposite with the new ones. It just makes no sense. Like, what are you right. doing to Pokemon in? 20 years once your service is down is no one going to be able to play the dlc of these huge games like right right not to mention that those games really focused on enhancing the performance instead of 
you know, adding DLC in the first place because the games are still really wonky, even if you play it with the latest patch. So there's that too. Yeah, That's yeah, you're, you're not wrong. I was so disappointed in um, Scarlet and Violet, and like I, I love Pokemon. It's one of my favorite Nintendo series. I've played them since I was a kid, and I still pick up the new Pokemon game when it comes out every year. But I was really disappointed with the most recent ones. Yeah, yeah, I was too. And I played it on uh, on version 1.0.0, which is like when it first came out. And it hasn't gotten improved, my understanding, since. So, What up, James? What up, James? Well, going sure. back to the PlayStation Portable, Joe, you picked one up, didn't you? Yeah, dude. I got one. You got so, one. Uh, it's, um, so, so, so it's cool and it's not cool. So it definitely has its pros and cons. So I, he, he's completely right that as a device, it's kind of disappointing what you can freaking do with it. Like compared to my steam deck, this thing is like <laughs> gimped beyond all belief. You know, like my steam deck is like, do what you will with me. You whatever. I don't care. Like you can break me apart, break me, put pieces on me, attach fans, put, upgrade everything, make it up, whatever. Like any software, any program you want windows, you want, you want GOG. What do you want? You want to play Nintendo. You yeah. want to play PlayStation yeah, games. You can go, do it go nuts and so i just went from having that experience to this thing where it's like literally like you can only use sony headphones and like uh it, you can't like install your own games on it like i don't understand why it doesn't have any turn in, internal memory at all and i can't access like my my playstation account that they offer all these digital games to me every month why can't i download them to this thing and play them on my like that's to me is ridiculous and i know that's to keep the price down or whatever but i don't care i'd rather give them more money and get a freaking little hard drive in the damn thing and be able to do something with it um but for what it is if you're looking like for what i want it for i, I got it specifically so that i can i have two ps5s now i have one that i use on my nice oled tv and i can watch netflix and play games and then i have a second ps5 that i bought because I wanted the Spider-Man PS5, that's one reason. And two, because of this thing, so that I could play uh, games in my living room. And my I have like a badass Wi-Fi router. Everything's hardwired. It runs good. So for what I'm using it for, sitting in my living room, it's freaking dope. But the actual remote play experience, like if you want to like take this thing somewhere and like log into your PS5 and play, it sucks, dude. <laughs> but that's just because remote play sucks. It's like the technology sucks. It's not... Right. It just sucks. And you can't access the cloud. So, yeah, I mean, it's got issues. Um, somebody's got to figure out how to break it. And then as soon as somebody figures out how to break it and hack it and do something cool with it, I think it could be better. We'll see. Don't. The, I'm, I'm like not going to lie. I'll, uh, Go ahead. I, uh, I, was interested, I was interested in it, but mm -hmm. for the $200 price point for what it is, because I... I I don't use my Switch on TV often unless I'm playing like Splatoon, which I play often, but with my mm -hmm. friends. But other than that, I usually like to play in handheld mode because I want to be in my bed next to my wife, you know, just playing my games or whatever. So mm -hmm. that the PS portal really like called out to me. But then when I realized what it was and my Internet's not the best either. I was like, for $200, I just can't, like, fathom paying that much for something that's not going to be. You know, I already try remote play on my phone, and it doesn't work that well, so I don't expect it to work any better on this on this portal for me. 
you know. Yep. And I feel uh, like it was Sony's way of just getting into this new market where there's like the Nintendo Switch and the Switch Lite and, you know, Steam have gotten into the market now and you've got all these new products like LEOG and all these right. after third-party products. And it was just Sony's way of being like, let's get into this market as cheap as we can, make yeah, it our product, so make people buy it, make our own headphones for it. And, you know, the profit's going to be in all the peripherals that you buy with it and different things like that. Okay, but imagine they just came out with... I don't even care if it has carts. I literally don't care. Imagine if they just came out with a handheld that's an accessory for the PS5 or whatever. That just, like I said, you can just access the, your digital content and, and play it handheld. Like, even just that. Like, I don't know why. Ugh, that would be so much better. <laughs> if I could just buy the PS1 classic games I want, and download them and play them. Or just sub subscribe to their stupid... They want to push this stupid subscription service. That would be a way to do it, guys. Like, you could give me a reason to sub. Be like, well, if you do, you sub to that. You know, you have access to all these games. You can download them on your handheld, play them natively. That would be awesome. I don't know. It, to me, it's just a, it's, it's kind of a mess. The, thing, the internet thing gets me. Being in Australia, the way I look at that device is I've got the PS5 at home, and when I want to leave the home, I've got a device to play on. Well, when you leave your house in Australia, guess what? You've got no internet. You can't use it. If I'm going on a big trip, I can't use it. Like that's right. where I take my switch and I play my mm -hmm. switch because I can use it on a plane and on a train and it makes sense. You haven't got internet on these places. I know right. there are planes that have internet now, but you know, not in most countries. And to me, it makes no sense. I'm not going to sit there and play a handheld device because guess what? I've already got a Nintendo switch. It's <laughs> I'm guessing remote play sucks on an airplane. I'm just going to guess. <laughs> is it even possible? Can you yeah, have it? Yeah, I would I'm sure it is, but I just can't imagine it's very good. <laughs> or on a or on a cruise ship. Or on a cruise ship also that provides internet access, you know, I'm I doubt it's going to be any good on on there either. Mm. So, it's it's just I I I see I see it having potential but for the price that it is, I just can't see justifying it. And then for someone that lives in Australia, I have an Australian friend and he's told me before that internet in Australia isn't the best. Is that accurate? Oh yeah, let me let me just get the sound up. Where is it? So oh, no. there it is, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I just heard you. You said the internet isn't. No, no, no. Someone was on the phone. I missed that. So there was. <laughs> there's a couple things I will say about the the portal. I do like though is that first, like I thought that that design would be terrible. Like I didn't like how it looked, but it is really comfortable. Like it feels fantastic oh, yeah. in your it hands. Feels like it would be. It feels nice. Uh, the weight of it is nice as well. Um, the screen is massive and it, it's a nice screen. It's not OLED, but it's it's nice. So, you know, like I said, I, I enjoy it, but um, I don't see I'm 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 strange. I don't like handheld game out and about like that. I just like to sit in the living room on my couch and play handheld games and watch TV and like watch my phone on YouTube. I have mad ADHD. <laughs> I have like six things going on at the same time. That's what I like to do. I like to play games, have the TV on and like what well, listen to a YouTube video at the same time. So that's what I it pretty much like it for. would suit you. And if that suits you, yeah. 
great product for the price. It sounds like it would really suit like families where you've got one device and multiple kids who will want to play because then you can be like, you're playing here, you're playing here. We've got no fights. It works for everyone. And I haven't had to go and spend $500 on a new console, which is Mm -hmm. great, you know, and kids don't care what they're playing on. If they're playing, they're going to have fun. Um, The only thing... Right. You guys do make just a huge point, though, is like it does absolutely depend on your like little ecosystem at home for Internet. Like if you don't have like a good Internet speed, upload, download, if you don't have like a nice router that's putting out a nice signal that's strong, it's not going to be great. But if you do have you know, a nice new router and you're also, you know, you're paying for fiber optics, if you have all that, you'll enjoy it, I think. Now, what what is your thoughts if if it had been more of a, I don't know if this is the proper word, but what if it would have had a Bluetooth connection like directly to the PS5? Would that have made it a bit better? Oh, I was just about to bring up this point. Like, I feel like removing Bluetooth, even just for headphones alone. Like, um, you can own Sony headphones. Just 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 picture this. You can own Sony headphones. And you can't use them on the Sony device. Like, that doesn't make sense, right? Right, you know, right. I know they want you to buy their own, but, you know, you can already own their product and you still can't use them. Like, surely Bluetooth isn't that expensive to add to a device because Bluetooth's been around for almost 20 years at this point. It's just staple True. technology. And when it's not included, it doesn't really make sense. Did you um? Did you guys watch Mystic's review of the portal? He put out a video I, on it. I did it, no. I did watch a couple of reviews. So he said he he did uh, he tested like some Bluetooth adapters and stuff on it to see, and he said that like he was getting all sorts of goofy ass latency issues and stuff like that. So he thinks that there may be like something in the the way they did it that it just not where it doesn't work right with regular Bluetooth. But I don't know. I just uh, I don't want to buy them damn expensive headphones. They're expensive. Have you seen them? Like both of them? They're not cheap. The ones that they want to sell, the Link ones or whatever. It's like a hundred and what is it like 150 bucks like 250 bucks or something like that it's well if you go back to my original point of let's say you're a family and you've bought this because it's cheaper than buying a second console well you ha- can't be in the same room playing two different games without buying the headphones so that just makes the price 450 dollars, and then you've been like well you may as well just buy another console at that point right yes and you want to buy the og console yep. with the disc drive built in that's right and man, you can get them cheaper. At the yes, because absolutely. Because if you if you buy the slim and you get the digital version for whatever reason and want to upgrade it later, it's eighty dollars instead of five hundred. Uh, you know, it's like what is it like four fifty for the console plus eighty just to, for the disc drive? Like the pricing and at Sony's headquarters is crazy right now. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. I almost feel like Sony are trying to take Nintendo's business model where Nintendo know that they have video games that once they release a game, it's $60 and it's $60 forever unless they decide it's $60. Where Sony release a game for $60 in 12 months, it's 10 bucks. I feel like Sony are trying to go away from that model and go more towards the, we're releasing a game and it's always going to be $60 and we're going to sell it for $60 in five years down the line. Like, look at um breath of the wild like you cannot find breath of the wild under 50 dollars. that's absurd well you know if they are trying to adopt that model 
that's that sucks for us consumers it's it's horrible because i absolutely despise that i can't find nintendo games for cheaper than 40 dollars retail mm. maybe used you know from like a third party but uh otherwise it's like they're they never at least here in the states they never go under like 40 dollars even breath of the mm. wild is uh, going for black friday at 40 dollars that's literally the cheapest and it's been years now since that game has been out 17. <laughs> yeah right. i know they're, right. they're big they're one of their big games for sale on black friday is freaking donkey kong tropical freeze i'm like that's a wii u game guys jeez and it's still and it's 40 dollars and it's still i think $40. it's 30 for that one 30 for that one and kirby and I think there's one other one that's supposed to be 30, but that's it. Oh, you that's Tar- right. It, Target, yeah. Target, Target has some has some some badass deals coming up. They also have um, Final Fantasy 16 for 30 bucks, Hogwarts Legacy for 30 bucks, Mortal Kombat One for 30 bucks. Um, I don't even know a couple others, but I'm so happy. I've been waiting to get Hogwarts and uh, Final Fantasy 16 because I just know that they would both drop at some point. And uh, I'm excited to try both of those games. So, the one I've been waiting for is uh, Resident Evil 4 remake for the PS5, and it's I think that's going to be on sale too. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Thirty at Walmart, so that's where I'm going to get it. Finally, I've been waiting for that price drop. Well, there's another one that annoys the ever living hell out of me, dude. That's a game that they released dlc for it and the game came out on ps2 for god's sakes why wasn't that dlc included <laughs> on the game like come on dude like get out of here with that noise like you're gonna milk us for another 9.99 for a dlc for a game that's that old like that's already you know come on like that, that is that where they was... add the the wong story yeah exactly Ada yeah, they wong? Add... Mm-hmm. yeah they add like a second little mission from her you get to see her side her side of the story and stuff which fills in some of the gaps but i don't know man i don't think that side of the story has been out there for years now so there's they should have just included it to begin with it doesn't make sense exactly that's not i mean it was it's like dlc from ps2 it's not dlc anymore dude you know what i mean you can't re-release the that's uh, dude that's like imagine if they came out with tekken 7 again and then they tried to sell all the characters again or something <laughs> what are you fools doing like get out of here with that yeah it's absurd it is it's it's, it's, just, dub- it's, it's double it's, dipping dude. on something that's already out <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not, fa- you know, and what yeah. they'll do is they'll, they'll release a deluxe edition that includes it to sell me the game again. Like, look at how many versions of Resident Evil 7 there are. <laughs> oh, my God. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, there's so many different versions of that game, dude. It's insane. I want to get back to... Speaking, um, speaking of complete... So, I just wanted to mention the Go point ahead. I brought up before, if um, we've playstation wanting to take on this whole nintendo's business model of keeping their games expensive if we are going into a digital world guess what that's going to be so much easier to do because you look at digital games the price of digital games is nothing compared to the price of used games from the shops they control everything when it comes to the price of their digital games if they want to have a sale it's on their terms when they want to at their prices you know, if they want to keep their game at $60 always, and guess what? It's always going to be $60 if there's no physical copy. And that's, you know, that's the world that we're going into. It's pretty sad. 
What I'm curious about too is it's, that if it'll turn uh, into like the streaming services did. What if they start just streaming wars and it becomes Xbox Live versus Sony PSN versus Nintendo Switch Online? And that's all it is is a subscription service now. And like it'll kill the gaming industry, just like it, you know, like it'll like I've they've already said that like um like a bunch of indie developers that like got their deals cut from Xbox and like they're like can't make any money for, anymore. They're like for gamers so. like us, I'm going to assume that you feel the so you're cutting out them and for, for people like us. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, for can you hear me now? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, so. Okay. So for people like us, and maybe it's just me specifically, but um, when it when we go to an all digital, or in the case of of what Joe was saying, all streaming, I'm I'm done at that point. I'm I'm just not gonna indulge in in gaming anymore and i'll finally be able to to knock out my my backlog you know <laughs> that's been ever growing but uh but yeah i i don't think i will continue in the gaming world after that at that point i, I got a similar but different approach like I, I definitely won't be spending the type of money that i have but i don't think i'll ever be done with gaming if there's a new game coming out i'll still find a way to play it but I definitely am not collecting like I was. I don't have the intentions of collecting when games aren't complete, when, you know, you're buying basically just a token to play the game, different like that. In terms of collecting, I'd much rather go back and now just focus on PS1 and PS2 and, you know, older systems where the game's always going to be on the mm -hmm. disc or on the card. You're, and you're buying the complete experience and you know there won't be anything missing and... Yeah, because I know that 30 years down the line, guess what? These games will still work. And I hate, I hate the fact that, you know, I've got a big PS4 collection and down the line, the servers might turn off or some of these games might have content on the, the discs and different things like that. I actually, I hate that, you know. Yeah, I've, I, I, I've been meaning to like, I'm like, there's a part of me that wants to buy like three PS3 Slims. 500 gig hard drives and just install and update everything on them and now because what the hell are you know that's irritating if like what if i do want to crack into my backlog down that you know and i can't get the freaking ending to freaking azura's wrath or whatever like the end of the game is dlc right yeah. well i'll throw something at you and this is imagine you're doing that and you get to that point and you realize the only way to actually play it is just to play the rom of it like, how silly do you feel that you've bought this and preserved it for 15, 20 years? Yeah, the guy who 30 years ago said, I got my full collection on a hard drive is the guy who can play his games because you, yours is just dis, just plastic. Like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's why I think your project's so important, Jesse, what you're doing. is for the Nintendo Switch, people can go out and buy the games that they know are going to work down the line because all the contents on them from day one is so important. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And well, I guess that, that actually leads me into how this all started. So originally I, I found out about a game called untitled goose game getting reprinted. And uh, at the time I didn't, I didn't understand it, but somebody said that it had, basically been reprinted to include the co-op on the cartridge 
And uh, as I started looking deeper into it and started like to understand how to notice the differences, you know, I asked a lot of questions and, and, you know, this this guy started giving me some of the details and stuff. Well, the only difference was is that other people hadn't actually started like this massive group spreadsheet type of thing. And so that's when, you know, I decided to go to Facebook with the knowledge I had just gained and say, hey, is, has anybody, does one, anybody know about reprinted cartridges out there other than, you know, a set few? And if so, have you started your own spreadsheet? And so I met like two other people that had already started one, you know, like small little spreadsheets. And I said, why don't we combine ours together and just make a massive, you know, spreadsheet and just start it like that and, and start a group. And, uh, and so we did, and now it's grown to like well over 3000 something games on there. And, um, and yeah, it, it, I feel like it is important because, you know, if, if, like you said, if, if, if you want to go play Pokemon, uh, the, what was the last ones that came out? Uh, Uh, Sword and Shield. Well, yeah, the Sword and Shield with the DLC, you know that it's out there. You know, it's, you know that it's printed uh, and it's available to you. And it's expensive, and, you know, but you can still buy it. Right, right. And at least it's out there and it's available for people to purchase. And it's going to be preserved in some way or another. And uh, and and then there's other people also, and this is the other side of the of the coin that we don't talk about often, but it, I feel like it is important too. It kind of goes back to like Mario 64, you know, like on the N64, there was speed run glitches that you could do on the cartridges and such. And so some people may want like the earlier prints of Mario Odyssey just to do like different, you know, tricks and exploit different glitches if they wanted to. Or if you want the complete experience, it's out there too. So there's so many options for people. And I feel like that's the spreadsheet is going to inform people of which version they want to go for, uh, which cartridge they want to own, you know, for themselves and what's more important for them. And I think that's important for all aspects of gaming, you know? I really think that is such an important thing. Like, you feel like if you're playing a game, you you want to play the version that's got all the, the patches and downloads. But if you're playing a game for preservation purposes or playing a game that you played 10 years ago, you might want to play the original version that had those glitches that you first experienced. And especially right. if you are a speedrunner, like speedrunners use these glitches as part of their speedruns and stuff. So it is so important to have that. 1.0 or 1.6 or whichever version was most optical for that certain speed run real record etc right right so i i, I feel yeah, like we i mean we we didn't do like the previous revision thing until recently i think most of what we tried to do is find the most complete version but you know, people voice their their opinions that, you know, this other part is just as important. And so we added it and now that part is growing, too. And so, yeah, that I um, I'm I'm proud of the work that we that me and my team have done. I really am. I think that, you know, I think it's going to it's going to be something very valuable, mm-hmm. maybe not right now, 
But as as time goes on and when Switch actually gets faded away, it's going to be very, very valuable to somebody out there. I, I watch the servers go down and you actually can't right. download these products. That's when people are going to start going, hey, I only want to buy games that are all complete. Is there a list? And yes, there mm -hmm. is a list. And Jesse, for right. anyone listening, where can they find your Facebook group and the list? The Facebook group um, is called Nintendo Switch. Uh, or actually, I'm sorry, it's called Nintendo Revised Switch Cartridge Revision Community. And my, or you could follow me on Twitter, uh, Nintendo Revised. And on both platforms, we have my our spreadsheet pinned to the top of the profile. Uh, and it's there. leave it in the description, guys. So be sure to go and check out all Jesse's stuff. It's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And uh, it's all free. You know, nothing all the information is community based all the information that we get you know we verify with with pictures and to ensure that you know we get the accurate information so we ask for like the front of the cart the back of the cart pictures of like the version number on the uh that's on the cartridge picture of the updated version how much that patch size is if there is one you know all of that type of information so we try to like do our best to to obtain the the accurate information and not just you know just go based on whatever someone says we want to make sure everything's accurate so so yeah but uh and then we also work with does it plays i don't know if you guys know about that mm -hmm. project yep yeah they're doing an awesome as well project as well they're focusing on playstation as well i believe uh-huh and uh we've we've actually started working with them recently and their switch database has grown exponentially since then and so what we do on that front is we just grab a game uh that's got patches or even the ones that don't and we just test them from start to finish just to see how much content is is there on the cartridge and then we inform them and they post it on their website it's such cool. such a good thing they're doing for the community and it's not just for gamers like even companies like wider games are going to be using these spreadsheets to find out if there are reprints of certain games and different things like that because i'm sure not many people are aware of how many times a game gets reprinted there's multiple mm -hmm. switch games out there that have had three or four different reprints that you you wouldn't even be aware of and uh, what I, I find fascinating, too, is like I'm I'm way into this concept because I've been thinking about this since I got into PS4 and I found out about all these horrible problems. So I've been like trying to track down like perfect example. I we talked about this already is like Life Exchange 2 only has like five episodes on the disc and the sixth episode is a download code. But the Japanese copy has them all on the disc because that one came out after and they're all included. So it's the one I got. So like I've always been trying to find like the one that has the most complete and what i really find fascinating is i love that you guys are testing to see like what patches are on these new revisions so like because like you know in my mind i've used to care more about whether it was esrb or pal or japanese or whatever like i wanted all esrb but now that's totally changed in my mind i don't give a crap if the korean copy's got everything on it i want and in english i want that one i don't care anymore about like what the region is as much as like, what I'm getting on the cart. So I think you guys like talked about like, I think he's like maybe Bayonetta or something right. got a release in like Saudi Arabia or something. I'm like, well, God damn it. I want the Saudi Arabian Bayonetta, son. <laughs> I want to find that. You know what I mean? Like, 
that's I that's that type of knowledge is huge even now because like if you are forward thinking someone like me like if you're into collecting you want that like this this stuff is super helpful i'll be watching your stuff religiously to try to get the best copies of stuff i'll be tracking it nonstop for sure and then selling and, my, and my scrub copies you, online right. for the same price people won't know i'll be i'll be messaging people on ebay can you take a picture of the cart do you mind just seeing i just want to see yep. what does it say yep. What does it say? Number one, number two. Number... I'm not gonna even ask them. I'm just gonna say you. Can you just take a picture of the number. I don't want them to know and, and then, that if they have a three, that's worth more money. And then cross-reference the sheet, you know, because it's probably already there. Uh, I I have to thank our community though. The community has has actually been the driving force of this because obviously I can only buy so many games and I, I can only that. do so much. <laughs> you know on my own and so without the community actually providing these details to us we probably wouldn't have what we have but uh just i don't know if you either of you saw my most recent tweet but we just found out that double dragon gaiden the rise of dragons that just came out in june or july of this year it has a 002 reprint just found that out like literally two hours ago wow and, and uh and never would have expected Modus. I, I guess that's how you pronounce the company mm -hmm. name or the publisher. I never would have expected that they reprinted their cartridge, but here we are. It's not complete. You know, it's still missing some patches, but I mean, it's better than the original cart that we got, which has version 1.0.0. This one has 1.0.2 on it. Uh, so it has more recent patches, and we have somebody that's buying the Asian Japanese version that came out in September to see what's on it. You know, that's so if it wasn't for our community providing these details, man, it it just it wouldn't work out. You know, so it almost sounds like people want to help at this point too, which is what you need, and everyone get buying those games that you know AAA games, Mario games. It's easy to find out if that content's on there, but you know, a game that only a thousand people play over its lifetime. Those are the ones that we really need to find out right. because they just go unknown. Hey, um, Jesse, I want right. to talk about uh, another big project that you focus on, and that's um, going after different game companies that do the wrong thing. Um, me and Joe have been pretty vocal the last couple of weeks about um, first print games and their first press, first oh. press games yep. and their shady practices. I know that. Um, there's another That's company unpacking. called One Print Games with a very similar name, and it's not that company. Those guys are nice. Just want to clear that up. Yep. One Print Games yep. are okay. First Press yes. Games, all right. <laughs> I know that yes. um, you've had some responses from First Press Games, so I'd love for you to share your experience and um, everything that you've heard back from them. Yeah, so before I go into first press, if it's okay, I would like to go into special reserve because that's what yeah. really started this whole thing for me. Uh, so special reserve. Did you reserve, order Broforce as well? <laughs> no, I've been waiting no. for Broforce for like two and a half years. Oh, go ahead. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have definitely heard the uh, the the thoughts on that. But no, Dude. with uh, what happened with special reserve, that's what really kicked off that secondary project for me. Uh, so it started with Gato Roboto. When I had the game digitally, um, and I had it digitally for, I want to say, four years, you know, at that point. And so the latest patch that I had 
for Gato Roboto digitally was 1.0.5. And when I found out that it was getting a physical print, I decided to archive the game because I was going to buy the physical version. And I figured I'd save myself some space on my, on my Switch drive. So once I did that, I waited until the game got here. It got here. And in my mind, there was no reason whatsoever it shouldn't be complete on cart because the game had been out for so many years at this point and it hadn't gotten a patch in forever. So in my mind, it was going to be complete. Well, I put it in and it downloads a patch with the cartridge inside and it downloads 1.0.6 instead of 0.5, which is the last one that I thought it had. And I was like, well, dang, they released a new patch, but whatever, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Well, somebody messaged me and said, hey, look, there's some discourse on Reddit that says that this game may be broken. So I took it upon myself at that point to actually play the game off the cartridge. And I played it up until the ventilation room, which is about two hours in to the game. And the game crashes every single time. And it will not proceed afterwards. So I tried this about five times. It wouldn't go past this point. It just broke the game and it completely uh, software errored every single time. So I decided to start investigating. So I went on Twitter and I started looking through, you know, the devs reports about this 1.0.6. And I realized that the devs had actually told somebody at some point that, that that patch would be on the cartridge, which it wasn't. That was mistake number one that I found out. Number two, I rose the concern with Special Reserve and I told them, hey, this game is broken. You can't beat it from the cartridge. If someone doesn't have internet access, they're not gonna be able to play this game. And I got radio silence. So I started to, you know, post it on Twitter and Facebook and it, it exploded massively. Like I had so many people that were just behind me on, on, on this whole front. So I joined their discord. I started talking with special reserve and every time I would run into this person by the name of SRG Eric, and he would essentially shut me down. So he ended up blocking me on Twitter. He ended up blocking me on Facebook. Keep in mind, I never threatened him. I never said anything negative towards him. I was just bringing up the criticism that the game was broken, then it needed to be reprinted. Well, I was getting blocked everywhere, so I created a secondary account. I got blocked on that too. So eventually, I just started you know, massively posting on Facebook and Twitter, and they started getting hundreds upon hundreds of, of requests through email, through Facebook, through Twitter, and they finally bended and they said that they would reprint the cart. So, yeah, so they limit on games too. <laughs> Give people what they paid for, like right, right. And uh, so after that point, it was like it was like something in me that just told me I have to like fight for these things because things are not going to happen unless we fight for them, and. So people now come to me when it comes to, you know, these types of situations. So another one was uh, Super Rare Games Help High. Help High was another broken cartridge, and people came to me and asked me for help. So I all got into the Discord with Super Rare, but they were completely different, by the way. They were super they reprinted supportive. it real they, quick. 
Yeah, they're yeah, nice, they were, dude. I like them a lot, actually. They were super helpful. They never, you know, blocked anyone. I, you know, didn't have a problem with them. Special Reserve was just just gung-ho that they were not going to re- reprint the cart, and I just would not let it go. And uh, so that Yeah, their customer service them. sucks. Yeah. Help High happened. We got that one reprinted, thankfully. And then First Press comes along, and I'm told... Now, keep in mind, I've never purchased anything from First Press, so I don't know anything about them. But people start coming to me and saying, hey, I ordered stuff three and four years ago, and I'm not getting my order. And so at that point, I was like, well, oh, hell no, that's not going to that's not going to fly with me. So I started tweeting at them. I started emailing them. I started Facebooking, messaging them, anything that I could do. And. Essentially, in so little words, what I told them was this. I was heavily involved with Gato Robato with Special Reserves, and I was also heavily involved in getting Hellpie reprinted through special uh, Super Rare. Now, with all that being said, I can gather a whole community and come after you guys if I need to, or you could do the right thing. The choice is yours. Essentially, they didn't respond. So I decided Shucky. to go the community route. They never do. So I started they, garnering... they ignore everybody. Yeah. So I started garnering support. I started garnering people, you know, you know, behind me. And I also got the uh, Better Business Bureau involved in Germany, which is not the Better Business Bureau, but it's similar to that. But I had, I have. Does best in business bureaus? I'm pretty sure. Sorry, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I have connections, and so I contacted my German friend, and uh, he, he wrote up a report for me. And so that report was was filed. And, uh, and then at that point, once that report was filed, I started receiving responses from First Press. Shocking. Before that, they didn't. Right. Before that, they did not. So again, like I emailed them, I said, you do not want to play with me, not because, you know, I'm trying to threaten them. But at the same time, I'm not one to mess with, because when I'm when I have my mindset on something, I'm going to go full blown blast against you if I have to. And that's what I did. And when they responded, they said in the email, we will issue refunds to anyone that has requested them. Uh, And so. Some people have contacted me with the refund request, and they have received their refunds back. Finally, after four now they're years. doing it. I bet they haven't. They wouldn't do that for the first few, several years. And when what they told me, they were like, "Listen, if you don't like to wait for things, maybe you shouldn't pre-order them." That was about two years ago. Bro. Yeah, just but waiting that email. Do- I, I'm I'm just so unreasonable because I expect my games within I don't know a fucking decade. <laughs> right. After reading that email, they, they said something that annoyed me. They said there are some emails that must have just gotten lost that we didn't receive them. Like copping out that oh, we have had people contact us and we we're not ignoring them. They just got lost. Oh, they're absolutely one hundred percent on total stonewall ignore everybody mode. And I'm literally partly responsible for that. So if you've noticed on Twitter, all their tweets have you cannot reply to their tweets. No, they, and, then, and that's another thing I brought up to them. I said, this this mm-hmm. looks very, very negative on you as a company 
And I, I even told them, look, I've been working in customer service all my life. And one way you do not deal with a customer is by silencing them. Just ignoring them when it comes everybody. Yeah. Right. That that does not look good on you. And so therefore, if you're already blocking people, kind of similarly to how Special Reserve was doing. And keep in mind, Special Reserve is actually no more. Like they're they're pretty much finito at this point. They yeah, they've been dissolved into devolver at this yeah, point. They don't need special reserve everything's getting a retail releases anyway like it's literally pointless for them to exist right <laughs> like like bro force bro for the bro force retail is going to come out be before the freaking special reserve version dude it's going to come out and it's going to probably have more content on it than ever it's like the whole thing is a joke you have the price and yeah it's just it's absurd. so absurd dude it dude another thing with them too which, i just want to tell you which um so i ordered Broforce and Demon Throttle at the same time, right? And I don't know if you know, Demon Throttle is their game that was like, did it's it's not available digitally. You can only buy this game physically. That's the only way you can own it. Which I thought was kind of a neat concept. So I ordered Demon Throttle and Broforce. Mm -hmm. And when you ordered it, it said, you know, Demon Throttle is not going to come out for a really long time. So if you order demon throttle and something else what we'll do is we'll ship you your other order and then we'll hold on to demon throttle and then we'll send that to you when demon throttle becomes ready okay and like so mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. i've been waiting years i haven't gotten bro force or demon throttle so i messaged them and i'm like hey can you at least just send me demon throttle because bro force is going to take two years can i at least have that game considering like everyone i know bought it a year ago from best buy and it's been playing it and can i i still don't have my copy and they were like no we're not gonna send you yet. you'll have to wait for bro force <laughs> you guys are such assholes you literally said the opposite with the, but you won't send me demon throttle even though that right. came out first before bro force this is insane like i was so mad dude this is the same company i bought six mystery boxes from and, and another Six copies of Enter the Gungeon. That's funny. Mystery. That was oh, funny. Oh, wow. That was hilarious. <laughs> I freaking called them immediately. Wow. And I was like, I will drive down there and stick these straight up your ass if you don't give me more games. Like, screw you. I'm like, I will keep two copies of Enter the Gungeon. I want other games. And they ended up sending me some other stuff, which is you're funny. right, Joe. It is really funny. I'm sorry, but it's hilarious. Dude, yeah, you should have <laughs> seen me opening them like. I wish you done it on the stream. That would have been gold. Bro. <laughs> they must have a lot of uh, copies of Enter the Gungeon that didn't sell. Yeah, they did. I just wanted Shadow Warrior 2, goddammit. I said, why do you think I bought six mystery boxes? Because they said they were going to give away a couple copies. And I didn't get one of them, of course. So You really know, like, when No, but another, another thing that they did... Another thing that they did was with with Cult of the Lamb. They they botched that one too because they said that their version was gonna include the most you know the most DLC and most patches and blah 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 blah. Like there's literally a spreadsheet that they put out themselves showing how their version was gonna be superior to retails. And then it turns out that the retail version has the exact same content because it was reprinted you know like not the original 000 but there's like reprints up to like 004 now that match the special reserve version that and came out those, first yeah that though and people got those through amazon first before they got their sprg copies and it's like so so you hook people in and tell them that our version is going to be superior but by the time that version comes out the retail version is already available for people 
yeah it, with the same exact content which okay, is talk about first press again i know that they've done damage control and like what they're doing is good with how they've addressed it and i i feel like they will get everyone their products in the end but what isn't being addressed is they've lied to people and they're taking three to four years to release their games and then they're doing it like that's okay right like no one's putting them accountable to right so this is what pisses me off more than anything and this is why see i like it's literally empire probably literally partly responsible for why you cannot reply to their tweets anymore is because i'm a i was very reasonable and patient for like the first i don't know year and eight months or so waiting for the game and then after a while like they just kept announcing more pre-orders and more pre-orders and they were making plushies and they're selling this and they're selling hats and they're selling this and they're making this and blah 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 all the time posting 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 here buy this and like literally like i'm like no dude like and then if you look every comment to every post was don't give these guys any money i've been waiting for my games for two years don't give these guys money they're a scam don't give these guys money they're blah 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 blah. Well, why don't you stop selling plushies and send me my games nobody wants to buy your crap send me my game send me my game send me like that's hundreds and hundreds of people all saying the same thing and so like you know they can't they're you know if that continues like they're not going to sell anything and get new like there, people will see that does have an effect. If you go on and you see every customer is like, screw this company, yeah. they're a ripoff. That will, that matters. And so yeah. that's why they're the damn, they, you know, Oh yeah. I, I'm just worried that they're trying to fund old. So what I'm afraid is they spent all this money and it didn't work out. Now they can't fund to the, the original purposes. And so now they're trying to take pre-orders to fund the old stuff. And what happens is if that collapses, if they can't do it, if their reputation is, is in the dirt and no one will order chain decos and no one's going to order this crap, it's all just going to go belly up. That's what I'm scared of. It's just one day, just we're all going to get emails saying, hey, it didn't work out. Sorry, guys. Like, that's, you know. And like, well, there are people like my, um, my understanding. My understanding is that they are gathering funds to, you know, print the old, older orders. At least that's the way that I've understood it based on the information that I've gotten, which makes sense in a, in a way. But at the same time, it feels like they're going overboard because now they have so much to fulfill that they can't keep up with the orders that they've already gotten. And so they're so far behind, uh, which is why it's taken them like up to four years at this point to to even, you know, provide feedback. But the but the main thing that I told them that I feel like they need to take away from all this. We could, we could use this as a learning experience is that you as a company have to be very communicative with your customers. If you communicate with them, what's going on pretty consistently, I feel like more people would be more uh, gracious with, with them. But the fact that they're avoiding people, shushing people or silencing comments, that's not a good look. And, uh, and as far as, you know, what, what you asked earlier, like what, what their, what the plan is, my understanding is that again, if the, if people ask for refunds, they will get them. And I've gotten confirmation that, that people have gotten their refunds, uh, for the most part, there's still some people that are struggling, but you know, those are, a lot of people are getting their refunds, which I feel like is a, is a good positive thing out of all of i would suggest if you have got an order to 
apply for the refund because all these products are still on their website. So it's not like you right. missed out on anything. You can just, if they get released, you just buy them then. But mm-hmm. you, well, that's, you that's another thing I was going to say. It's never going to arrive, you know? Yeah, I was going to say that as well because I, I have gotten some feedback, which is very small, by the way. It's probably like 10% of my comments, maybe even less. Where people will say, well, First Press Games provides, you know, high quality products. Okay, whoopie doo. Like, why? How does high quality stuff make it all right for people, you know, to not receive their products for years? Like, what are we expected to do ten years later and still not have our product? It's 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 not it's not okay. But regardless of that, even if they are putting out high quality stuff, you know. It could be true, but as long as, you know, the product is in stock, then that would be the time to finally get something from them. But outside of that, I would never pre-order from them. I wouldn't suggest it. I would say, you know, ask for a refund if you need the money for sure. And just wait for it to be in stock and then buy it then if you want the game that badly. And hopefully they do become in stock one day and the company eventually catches up and I know there was an issue with the slip covers being different colors and blah, blah, blah. Look, we just want the games at this point. Like right. they could give customers 10%, 20% back and be like, sorry, we haven't got the slip. Here's the game that you ordered. People mm-hmm. would be more happy than copying all this bullshit that they're getting. Jesse, you did bring up something that really concerns me is you said that they're trying to get the funds together to make these products that you guys have yeah. already paid for. Just let that sit and you've paid for something and they still can't afford to make it. Like, that's a concern to me. Have they spent your money already? Like, what's going on, you know? No, and that, yeah. and that is very scary because kind of like what Joe was saying earlier, what if it does go belly up? Will they be able to issue the refunds at that point to people? Like, will they be able to afford that? I don't know. It, it's... It's super concerning for me. At the same time, this could go have the opposite effect. So we have to play devil's advocate and say, if all these people are asking for refunds, it's also possible that this may cause a opposite effect of what we want, which is that they may not be able to fulfill stock ever. So, you know, it's a catch-22, but at the end of the day, it's your money and you deserve the product. And even if they don't print out the game, I mean, limited run has shown us one thing, which is even if, you know, even if they printed something out, a retail version may come out later. So, you know, I wouldn't fret about it. Oh, I don't think you can ever blame the community for getting refunds after it's been three or four years. Like if that's the reason that the company goes under, then they've only got themselves to blame because right, Mm -hmm. you've gone about things completely the wrong way. Like, if I started a company today and my business model was to keep all the products and give them out in four years, guess what? There's going to be angry people on my doorstep or in my emails and you've got to be prepared for that and how to deal with it. You've got to deal with it the right way. Right. Four years from now. I haven't gotten my game from winning the Fixy Quiz. What the freaking hell? (laughs) It shouldn't take until what you've done, Jesse, and gone to the Bureau of um germany and it shouldn't have to get to that point for them to address people like it's absurd that it's gone on this long like they're just every quarter they'll put out a new list of their delays and it's just an extra quarter under everything and it's been like this for years like if you Mm. didn't 
go after them, how many years would have they just kept this silence up? Like, would have they just kept yeah. the money yeah. until people forgot about it? We, we don't know. Right. And that's right. concerning. And I, I, well, I, just, it, I have to point out something too. Like I kind of like you guys said, they, the, the reason that it's okay is because they produce high quality products. Like that is absurd, they, dude. I can order a freaking Mercedes delivered to my house faster than a freaking video game and a, pe- a piece of plastic. Uh, get get real. That's ludicrous. And if Mercedes delivered your product, they would give you stuff, and you probably get a complimentary car in the meantime. And everything. if I had to wait three years, they'd be kissing my freaking ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially so if I paid for my products. Work. You get treated like a high quality customer. I'm yeah, sorry, and they wouldn't but... be blocking me if you know what I'm saying. So, and and you know, let's and let's also be real. Like I've been waiting over three years, more than three years, for a standard edition of Neko Navy. Just a switch game in a little sleeve, you know, and you know what to keep your stupid sleeve. Keep it. I don't give a damn. I don't even want it. Just send me the game. I don't care about the sleeve. I don't care (laughs) about the coin. I don't care about the plushie. I don't care about the poster. I don't care about the hat. I don't care about the little freaking cardboard freaking little puppet show thing you can build. I don't care. I just want my games at this point. I don't. Oh, like if you if you ordered some six hundred dollar collector's edition that comes with a toy train set, then sure, yeah, wait for it for three years. I don't give a crap. But I'm just talking about a regular game. This is not a reasonable excuse. Every other company can do it except this one, so that's not an excuse. If every other company can do it, including limited run games who are notoriously known for being slow, they make them look like freaking light speed comparison it's like okay like i just oh it's it's just you know it's not okay and and uh, like i said and what's frustrating is i could just you know get my refund but i really want the games like i am a collector i specifically collect shmups and like i would they have some shmups I would like, and I would rather have that than my money back. And I just, I like I said, I don't care about any of these stupid things at this point. I'm like, I don't care if it, I set, send me the sleeve that doesn't match. That's fine, dude. I don't care. I'm not going to complain. Give me the one that's not the same color. I don't even, I don't even own any other of their Switch games. This is the only one I want. The only one. So whatever, no matter what color it is, it'll look fine. <laughs> Sorry, you know what's crazy though is is. <laughs> No, you're you have absolutely every right to be upset. But what's crazy to me is that I I believe that even though they're claiming, well, you know, we're still waiting for these sleeves to be printed, you know, or or whatever. I feel like that's a holdover because the game itself is still not printed on cartridge. It's like that that in itself is is the biggest the biggest issue. So even if the sleeves and the coins and all of that stuff gets completed at some point, we still don't have the game because the game itself is probably not not done on the cartridge. It's not printed. Uh, you know, another company that had this very same issue, but they finally, you know, started becoming better. Not great, but they're becoming better is strictly limited. They had the exact same issue. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were where, great when they first started, though. I feel like... um. Strictly Limited just got ahead of themselves and they released too many things. Too much. And yeah. realized, oh, hang on, we can't do this. And they've slowed down again. Like, right, they're now back right. when they were first going and products getting in hands a lot quicker and they're a lot better with their emails than they used to be and things like yeah. that. 
I and love you know, first press and yeah. first press could become that again or not again. I don't, I guess they've never been. That, I feel like they gotta, they gotta change names at this point. Let's yeah. Be- well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they could become better, but it is, I don't know. I've given them all the feedback that I can give them. They still haven't followed suit with the opening up their, their comment sections or whatever. But I mean, I can't force them for that. I've already contacted the Better Business Bureau, and hopefully, they can change that around eventually. But it's uh, on them to get better PR, and that's going to start by doing those little things. And if they don't want to talk to their customers, well, guess what? You're never going to get the trust back with your customers, and no. that's on you. Like five years down the line, they can do the right thing every single day. They still might be making money, and that's on them because yeah. you don't do things. If you can, you can spend ten years to build a reputation, and you can ruin that reputation in a minute. Like that's, oh yeah, absolutely. Something is so hard to build. So <laughs> What's the joke? Up. What's the joke? I build a million boats. Do they call me the boat maker? No, <laughs> I like a million t- shoes. They call me the shoemaker. No, you fuck one goat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god it goes on much longer but i shortened it for the sake (laughs) i I think it's hilarious if you look at a company like limited rare games they're a joke and they're still more trusting than three or four of these other companies out there like make it make sense you know limited limited rare customer service email is like lr limit lrg crybabies (laughs) <laughs> and they have better customer service than first press. <laughs> they literally like, they're like, you'll get your game when you get it. Shut up, you cry baby. That's their response. And like, I like them better than first press. It's amazing. Um, yeah, dude. What so about strange. what about dispatch game? I heard they're, they're well. I heard they're bad. I heard they're, they're an worse. actual scam. Like I heard they literally just like never stole everyone's money, and never sent anyone games, and they're out of business. Like I think I heard they were dead. Like. Are they still like a thing? Are they still pretending to be a real company? Well, I heard the like all this shit got canceled because when I uh, when I started going after First Press, I started getting a lot of people saying that you need to start looking into Dispatch. And so, what I tell people is this: I'm only one guy. I'm only one person. I can only handle so much at one time, you know. Um, and so, I can't possibly you know consider going after dispatch at this time when i'm currently trying to you know go after first press so uh that's gonna have to be on the back burner but i don't know i haven't really looked deep into it but my understanding is they're worse than first press ever was yeah i heard they were an actual scam just wanted to ask to see if you yeah i've heard that they they stole people's money they never shipped out products and like literally the games that they um, were supposed to release, like, have been like picked up and released by other companies at this point. Like, they were uh, like, like, they were oh, supposed wow. to come out through Dispatch, and like the companies even pulled out, and like they got released through Strictly Limited or other companies at this point, because like, they just never shipped on anything. I don't know. I don't know a ton about it, but I did see. Um, I remember Jordan on Switchwatch was talking about them, and he always says that they're like the biggest scam ever. So. And he he, he said that, really and started. he started saying that about first press too. He was like, like he'd be like, "Hey, Chained Echoes got announced, but just so you know, I don't know if this company sells like actually sends people their games. 
that's what it seems like on Twitter. Like you can pre-order it, but I, apparently they don't send people their games. So he even called them out. I love Jordan. I mean, these days, uh, like, who do you trust? Like, air hearing the news about the completionist this week, it's like I've been a massive fan of his for almost a decade, and I'm not going to comment on it until we know the full story. But it doesn't look. Oh, that doesn't actually surprise me as much as uh, other people because I feel like some people are too nice. Like, I, I think all real people are slightly have a little asshole in them, and that guy's just too nice. So that doesn't surprise me in a way, because the people yeah. who seem to be the nicest turn out to be the most evil almost all the time. The people that are kind of dickheads, that's that's who they are. Like, you're getting the real person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but when, when people are just like, oh, hi, hi, and it's nice to meet you, you're like, you psycho. Something's going on there. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, people who are too nice freak me out. I'm like, you're weird. Like, swear or something. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting to say how it all. Oh, as far as far yeah. as like, I I I agree that um, I I was also like disappointed when I when I heard the news of of what the completion is but see for me it, for me it goes a little bit deeper because i have a son with a medical condition and for me it's important when i tell people you know and i'm trying to raise money for for that specific cause i've also encountered people that are not as trustworthy and it and it makes sense because of things like what's coming out now about the completionist it's not something that you mess around with, you know, like when you raise awareness or you raise funds for something, make sure that it's going to the proper place where it needs to go. Um, so I, I, I find I find that really disturbing as someone that, like I said, has a, a son with a terminal medical condition. Like that's that's just not cool. You just don't. And do there's like some that. important but, things to note here. Like even if he hasn't he hasn't spent a single dollar. But if it is all just sitting in one bank account, guess what? That's 10 years that research isn't going to be done on certain things. That's exactly. 10 years that people have died in hospitals because that money hasn't gone towards them. Like it doesn't make exactly. up for lost time and you can't buy time again. So exactly. yeah, it's pretty upsetting here. It is a shitty situation, but at least it didn't turn out he blew it on like hookers and blow or something. At least the money's there still. So well, that's something. We're hoping it's still there. My understanding is that there's still not full concrete evidence that it's still there. But let's hope that, yes, it's still there. <laughs> now I know how we bought every Wii game on yeah, the 3DS. Every shop, single that son of a game, bitch. I know. Like, <laughs> like, think, like watching that video in my head, I'm like, this guy must be killing it on YouTube to be able to do this. Well, like 30 and million. now I'm like, okay, how'd you get that money? You know, yeah. I, I yeah. know for a fact these games aren't five bucks each; they're full price. DLCs yeah. full fucking price. You would have spent. I'm sure he brought up the figures in that video. It was like thirty, forty thousand dollars. It's crazy. I'm anyway, sorry. guys, let's bring up some positive news. This okay. is our. 100th podcast that we've ever done of the PlayStation Collector. Oh, podcast. shit. I didn't realize, oh. dude. Oh, let's do this. I'm part, I'm part of that. Do I win a prize? <laughs> well, just with that in mind, I want to give some thank yous. I want to thank Joe, Will, we've got Andy, 
We've got Reggie, we've got Sylvan, Favelle, Laura, and all you guys who watch every week. We've made this possible. Uh, we've had some ups and downs of the podcast, but we're 100 shows in. We're going to keep going for 100 more. And, um, yeah, thanks to everyone for coming along for the ride. Oh, yeah, I got to get Bruce in there. That's, well, that's pretty awesome. Amazing, I, I can I can tell you as someone that as someone that has started something from the ground up and having it, you know, succeed the way that it has, um, it makes it makes you feel proud. So definitely feel proud for coming along for a hundred episodes. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it started off as just a couple of guys wanted to chat to each other and it's turned into one of my favorite things to look forward to every week. So it's pretty awesome. And um, with that in mind, yeah, cool. we have some segments that we do on this podcast, and one of those is a quiz, world-famous Figsy quiz we do every week. So let's get into the Figsy quiz. I heard that the guy who won the Figsy quiz has been waiting for his game three years, and that Figsy <laughs> blocked him on everything. <laughs> and That is not true. I sent Mario his tracking number last week, so he should get his game soon. <laughs> so you can see the screen all right man yes all right sweet so um we'll get into the quiz soon but before we get into that i do have some information for you guys so last week's episode chat had a question that they couldn't answer however during the week over on the discord banfi correctly answered manhunt and banfi has been awarded the point Congratulations, band fan. If you guys want to also have the opportunity to earn points while the show isn't live, jump in the Discord. All the action goes on over there, so it's it should be in the um, description of the video. And we do have a new question for chat this week. I will just bring up the scores quickly. So this will be our North American show. We're going to have two prizes this season. And for our North American show, right now we have Cyrus on two points. And Banfi on one point. So to be awarded a point, you have to correctly answer the title in chat. First person to get five points will win themselves a game. Shipped anywhere in the world, so everyone's welcome to participate. So chat, here is your question today. I need the video game. Hmm. I think I know it. Yeah, I know we'll it. Leave it up for a while. Why chat's thinking on that? Let's get into the quiz. So, Jesse, this is your first time on the show. Would you like to go first, or would you like Joe to go first today? I'll give this a shot. Why not? All right, sounds good. Jesse's going to be going first. Joe, you'll be going second. Let's go. So we have eight questions, and then I have a bonus round of question nine, which we'll get to later. Oh, 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 we do have some correct answers. And that was very, very quick. I just need to see who was first. So first with the correct answer was Banfi again. Congratulations, Banfi. Correctly named Dead Island Riptide. <laughs> Riptide. Well. But um, yeah, unfortunately, Banfi was first. So Banfi takes another point. No, dude, and it says it, it says Reptide. Some sort of no, reptile tide. I know, I'm just messing. And Banfi is now leading the EU and equal first in the NA show. He wants his video game. Let's go. <laughs> Might be having two shipped out. 
<laughs> Straight you will to be right getting a broken copy of what is it, uh, Robo Regatta, whatever. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right question number one, Jesse. This one's for you. What famous video game was named from a quote in the 1986 Tom Cruise movie *The Color of Money*? Was it *Afterburner*, *Doom*, *Fire Emblem*, or *Shinobi*? Ooh, I have no idea. Um. I can't remember the last time I, the color of money has come up. <laughs> I've seen the movie, but good God, dude. I'm going to go way back. Can I guess? And you could tell me if I'm right or wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I do half like 80% of these. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Afterburner. That's I right. feel like I'm wrong, though. Joe? Not Afterburner? Bro, that was my guess, too, for sure. I doubt it's Doom. I don't see what the fuck. That's what I was going to say. I don't think it's Doom. Doom? I just I don't see that like, could be a quote. I just don't see how Doom in the color of money could possibly be. Shinobi or Fire Emblem? Um... Shinobi's a ninja. I'm going to go Shinobi out of those... I would think Shinobi. Yeah, I'll go Shinobi. The correct answer was Doom. Good game, good game. What you got in there? In here? Doom. No, he was saying he has Doom running on his pool cue. Like, uh, <laughs> it's got a little screen on it. I, I'll prove to me that that's where the name of the Doom game came from. That's because you said the word Doom. Hey, Vivaldi's hard for these questions and answers. I'm sure they're all right. All right, moving on to question number two. Joe, this one's for you. Okay. What? Popular game series was initially called Science Fiction X when it was going through development. Was it Gears of War, Half Life, Deus Ex, or Mass Effect? I'll say Half Life. Half Life is incorrect. Jesse, for the skill? I was going to say Deus Ex. Deus Ex is also incorrect. Correct yeah, answer Ex. was. Mass effect. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. All right, moving on to question number three. Jesse, this one's for you. In which Nintendo Switch game Joe has Joe Biden advertising his election campaign? Oh, I know this one. Animal Crossing. New Horizons. Correct answer is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Jesse takes the point. Is that supposed to be him? Because uh, <laughs> I'm just right. going to say that's a little inaccurate. That's him in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, question four. 1960s. 
Barack Obama's presidential campaign was one of the first to use in-game advertising. In which racing game was it? Barack Obama, 2008 racing game. I could think of a lot of funny offensive <laughs> jokes, but I'm not going to say them. Um, it's not a uh, 50 cent blood and say it. No, I'm just kidding. It's... Um... I'll say Gran Turismo. Not Gran Turismo. Jesse? Need for Speed? Wasn't a Need for Speed game, so the correct answer was Burnout Paradise. Really? And this yeah, is interesting. Um, you can billboard. drive that car right through that freaking billboard, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably could. All right, moving on to question five. Jesse, this one's for you. What game was the first video game to ever have a high score? Or high score records? Wait, what? Oh, what for, what's the first video game to have high score records? Oh, da, 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 da. Man, I the first things that came to my mind was Donkey Kong and Pac-Man, but I know that there's games prior to that that did it. You can lock one in if you want. What's that uh what's the name of that game where you shoot stuff Space Invaders? I'm going to go with Space Invaders. I don't know. That was my guess. Correct answer is nice. That's what oh. I was going to guess too. Nice. Well done. Nice. Well done. All right. Moving on to question number six. The first. Oh, no. I'm reading about the answer. <laughs> yeah. Come on. That makes sense. <laughs> what is the answer to the question? The first American what player to catch all 142. In the U.S., was given round-the-world plane tickets. It's two words. I need both words to be correct. Joe? It's two words. The first American. I mean, I think it's Pokemon, but it's two words? It's two words. Pokemon... Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go is correct. Ah, oh, thank you. So, yeah, the first player to catch all 142 Pokemon in Pokemon Go in the US was given a round-the-world trip. And also an endless amount of pussy. Good for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I was the first. <laughs> to catch you want to go to Paris tonight? I'm a Pokemon master. Baby. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next round. So this next round, um, you are going to be receive an image, and you'll have to change one letter from the image to make a title of a video game. That letter will be on the screen. Jesse, this is your one. So you've had to change the letter L to the letter T to make the title of a video game. Oh. Wow, you're you're 
you're giving me really hard ones here. These are these can be really hard to figure out what is going on. I I don't even know where to begin on this one. Joe, take a crack at this one. I'm I'm not sure. So these are hard to figure out. So what I'm thinking is that's Wario, and I think that's right. Wool. So I think it's the L is a D. So I think it's Wario's Woods. Wario's wow. Woods. Yeah, th these are hard, dude. <laughs> I literally wow. have a huge advantage. He's a hard go get them all right. <laughs> Don't get them all right, but I, I uh, some of them I do. Some of them <laughs> what am I looking at? W equals K. Mortal Kombat. Because it's a wombat. I was going <laughs> to that. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, guys, at the end of our regular eight rounds, Joe's got a lead of three points. Jesse's right behind in two points. Let's move on to our final round, which is round nine. Now, round nine's our big special round. None of the first uh, rounds matter, Jesse. It's all about this last round. <laughs> hey, it can be. Not if you go on 50-50. It's true. I mean, I do lose by like a point a lot, though. It does matter. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this round, I'm going to show you guys an image on the screen of 16 slogans. You have to guess what console the slogan is for. Uh, each one you get right, mm. you get a point. Each one you get wrong, you will get a strike. If you get three strikes, you're out. And you guys will take turns in answering. So, Jesse, you're going to go first. Joe will go second. Here are your 16 slogans this week. Now, I need the console that these slogans oh, no. are used for. I'm going to be bad at this. Jesse, you're up first. Now you're playing with power is Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power is the NES. Jesse takes the point. That was number one. And I'll just get you to call out the number as well. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to say Life 15, Life Advance, this Game Boy Advance? Life Advance is Game Boy Advance. Joe takes ah, the point. That's Jesse, about the up. only one I know. <laughs> uh, let's not see. Can I just say that number six has aged poorly? <laughs> that was my counselor. How do you use his name all the time to me? It was for a kid's consult. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very badly. Is it Mr. Bucket? Mr. Bucket. Out of my mouth, it will pop. All right. Uh, so what are you guess, man? Escape to a world. Escape to a world of color is Game Boy Color. Yeah, I think so too. Number three is Game Boy Color. Jesse takes another point. Joe, you're up. Now you play with Super Power Super Nintendo. Number five. Five. Super Nintendo. Joe takes the point. Jesse, you're up. Oh, I knew that one too, but I didn't even see it. Uh, let's see. 
Now you're playing with power, portable power. Was that the Nintendo DS? That was not the Nintendo DS. Jesse has a strike. Joe, you're up. Get in or get out has to be the end gauge. It's got to be. Get in or get out was not the end gauge. Joe oh, what? You get out! <laughs> Jesse, you're up. Um, a larger experience. Uh... <laughs> it's really game. Oh no! Or, or video game quote. <laughs> <I'm really laughs> <next to this. laughs> oh, uh, a 3D game for a 3D world. 3DO. That was not mm. the 3DO. Jesse's got a second strike. Oh Jeff. Jesus. Dang. Is, it the, is that the is number eight three DS? Nintendo three DS. Oh gosh, we're Drago. both hanging on by a thread, bro. These are hard. I'm trying to think what touching is good would be. I'm still stuck on that one. <laughs> it does actually make sense. So it's yeah. If you think about it, you might be able to get it. I mean, the only console that requires touch would be, like, the DS, I would say, but. Because of the Locking touch screen. In. Yeah, I'll lock it in. Touching in good was the DS. That's right. Nice job, oh, bro. Okay. Nice job. Jeff? Okay, I have no clue on any of these now, so we're just completely guessing. Um, take a look inside. God, that's super familiar to me. I like know I've seen that, but I can't place it. The world you wish for, born to play, is very familiar. Is there also generic? God, a larger experience. 3ds XL. A larger experience. <laughs> I'll give it to you because it was the 3D IXL, but that's I'll give you the point. Oh god, take it! <laughs> same pretty much the same console. Yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah. Jesse, you're up. Okay, so question. Not all of these are Nintendo, right? They could be other platforms. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, actually, I don't know. I mean, so far I think they mostly have been. Nintendo. Yeah, every single one's Nintendo. I should have mentioned that at the start. Okay, so and it does say it does say Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> he should be able to take his 3DO bid back. Right. I didn't even know. That. Anyway, uh, let's see. So take a look inside. What would be? That can't be GameCube. I don't see it. Hold on, let me see. I'm going to go with the world you wish for GameCube. What number is that, sorry? Nine. Nine. The world you wish for is not GameCube. Jesse's uh, locked out. Joe? You're up. I'm going to say number two, play anytime. We, do, has anyone, we haven't gotten two yet, right? Play no. anywhere, anytime. I'm just saying that's just a Game Boy. Incorrect. 
Joe is locked out. So the scores finish on Jesse five points, but this week's winner is Joe Rad. Congratulations, Joe. Woo! Right, we got to know the answers, know the, man. Can we know the answers? All right, we'll go through the answers quickly. But these were tough. These were tough, but um, if you did think about them, I think they were. I'm like, I even can't even name 16 Nintendo consoles, bro. So number two, I think the clue with that was the anyone, which in which was the online which, way of saying which, oh, 3ds, so the Street Pass, or the Switch. Okay, number two was the Switch. Mm. Um, number four, take a look inside, was the 3ds. Okay, correct. Um, number seven, how will you play next? Was the Wii U. I thought that was number eight because of Mario 3D Land. Now, number eight was tricky, but Nintendo consoles, it was an older one. It was the Virtual Boy. Okay. Ah, that makes sense. Number nine would have been really tough. It was the DS Lite. Ten, we would like to play was the Wii. Mm. That makes sense. Get See, I, get out was the I said engage and still damn it. Not Nintendo. I would have said engage too. <laughs> what was it? I'm sorry. I was what was it? It was the N64. Okay, yeah, that makes that makes uh, sense. We've got the larger experience. Born to play was the GameCube. Mm. We've got mm. we got the Game Boy OG, we got the advanced one, and uh what will you and I do was the DSI. So uh, thanks for playing Figsy's quiz. Well done to Joe and well done for the chat question. And thanks, tough. Jesse, for coming along and playing. That was fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, for sure. Now, guys, we have a couple of memes that have been submitted from you guys over on Discord. Um, every week we ask you guys if you want to see your stuff, just upload it on the Discord channel and we show it on the podcast. Uh, so here are the memes sent in this week. So we have a 1998 prank, and then we have a 2020 <laughs> rapper, and it's the same thing. <laughs> Wait, is that oh. machine gun Kelly at the bottom? <laughs> yeah. So, what is so? It's one thing to get t- face tattoos, but why is it that they get such crappy face tattoos? That's why does it look literally like a two-year-old drew on them with the crayon? Like that's the part that blows me away. It's not a cool. Like at least Mike Tyson's tattoo looks kind of cool you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly like married tattoos where they actually like look good you know yeah, but these people they got like stick figures one. on their head my favorite one is the the guy that got a tattoo of an ice cream cone on his face <laughs> why <laughs> you see the fake one this guy around right now this lady has like kevin tattoo on her forehead but it's fake wow <laughs> uh next meme we've got I'm spiritual. No, you just smoke weed, collect rocks, and hear voices in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> the, the, can, I, the, can we just go back to that one second? The nose ring and the necklace are in the, in the, oh the, 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 the moon with the like, gemstone. It's too good. And the, But the nose ring, that's the perfect touch. Just so you know. <laughs> Right, we've got um, 2020. The Steam Deck needs a better battery, a better screen. The battery life sucks. 
and November 23rd. This is a cash show. I'm perfectly fine with my day one Steam Deck. Valve literally giving you what you asked for. <laughs> Dark Souls? I was good enough to get two sequels. Neo, my sequel has a better character creator than your trilogy, The Surge. I somehow got a sequel. Bloodborne? You guys are getting sequels? I'm yeah. returning with their 15 <laughs> title, but calling it Armored Core 6. <laughs> yeah. True, Bloodborne's the best out of all of them that didn't get a sequel. Yeah, it, I, it, it's, it's, it puts it a little bit of perspective when you hear The Surge got a sequel. Not that that's a terrible game, but <laughs> come on now. Speaking of the, um, Bloodborne, I'm still playing through Lies of P. I'm like halfway through the game, and it is so fantastic. Amazing game. If you're a Souls fan, definitely check it out. It's, it's on Game Pass, so you can play it for like 10 bucks. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with having a news losering Lulu girl. I'm just saying that was a nice touch for the... Never mind. And I've got a bit of news to show you guys, which is positive <laughs> for a while so one of the biggest games of the year came out digitally only that was boulders gate 3 well it's been announced that there was a physical copy in asia but it's been announced that there's a collector's edition coming next year physical and the xbox so we are now getting a physical in the power region of boulders gate let's fucking go um unfortunately though it is being done by first press games so we're never actually going to see it. I'm just kidding. That's not true. What? It's six hundred dollars. You'll get it in three thousand twenty-three. Yeah. I also want to announce that um, video game plus <laughs> right now are doing half price on Siberian Painkiller, so you can get Siberian Painkiller for thirty bucks. It is oh, the reprint. You know they're like a few hundred dollars still, so it's definitely worth picking up. I didn't. I really wasn't that interested in grabbing them, but that's a good deal. I think I'll pick them up. But I already have the painkiller pal copy. Do I really need the sell it? It's yeah. worth more than thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah I sold my cool. last one for one hundred and eighty. <laughs> okay, maybe I will get two. <laughs> that was before the price got cheaper and things like that. But you know, uh, and we've also on. got some pickups from you guys yeah. over on the Discord. So let's get into the pickups quickly. I have a shit ton of pickups, so we might want to hurry up. <laughs> the Thursday show. You always have lots of pickups, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I got a few. So we've got an awesome pickup from Clean here. Uh, we've got some Mexican slip covers. We've got um, FIFA soccer slip covers. So these have all got Mexican players on the front. And then we've got the Batman Arkham Origins. We've got the Injustice Gods Among Us. And this one I'd never actually seen before. Uh, which is one of the... Oh, uh, that's the one he was talking game. about. He said they had one coming in, right? Different one. He's talking about the purple one. I didn't even know he had uh... this one. Yeah, so this one's so cool. Anyone else hear Outcast every time Clean's name is mentioned in their head? Hey! hey, hey uh, I'm just... No, not that song. <laughs> got some pickups from Trickster. Another one of the Project Zero games on the Xbox. It's uh, a cool cover. Pocket Fighters. I'm not too familiar with that one. It looks cool. And then we've got Grandia on PS1, which is just an amazing game. Pocket Fighter is like little mini chibi Street Fighter characters. And no. it's a fighting game. It's actually pretty collectible. I, mean, I think it's worth that. I don't know what the PAL copies are worth, but it's worth it like 60 bucks ish here. And we got some more pickups from Cyrus. 
So we have Coffee Talk 1 and 2, um, a bunch more Switch games, Grand Fandango, we've got some Super Mario, nice. um, Mario Party with the controllers. Um, oh, that's cool. Rocky, Roller Coaster, Tycoon Adventures, Double Dragon. So Ghost that Mario Party thing is annoying because it doesn't come with the actual game. But oh, really? uh, it's just a download code and Joy-Cons. There's no game in the box. That is yeah. correct. He is accurate. Yeah, That's but it that blue Joy-Con on the right is like unique to that set. You can't get that color any other way. So, of course, of course, because why would why, why would they do it the other way around? <laughs> but what's annoying that everybody's complaining about is that's the crappy Mario Party that came out on the Switch. There's Mario Party Superstars. It's a thousand times better. It's like a remake of a bunch of the old games. And it's just a download code anyway. So why did you put the good one in there? Like, why did right. you put the crappy? Yeah, why? Why would you put the one that nobody liked as the download code? I could see them being like, we have a bunch of physical copies nobody bought. Let's package them and bundle them. But they that's it code. So they just put the crappy one. It's like <laughs> literally that. make it's so irritating. Speaking of which, really quickly, that one that one came out in Asia apparently with a different set of Joy-Cons. And Ooh. I think I think it has the physical copy. I'll have to verify be that to be sure. Japan doesn't mess around, dude. Yeah. They get, I got some they... pick up some link. Oh, nice. That's some good stuff. I literally well, own every one of these. Too, I kind of regret not getting, but still for sale. I'm sure I'll be able to find one. Yeah. What's the one on the bottom right? Not sure. Yeah, I don't know that one. Maybe I don't have that one. But I have uh, Gunborg is really great. Riddle Corpses is is, uh, is okay. It's... Solid Swan looks pretty cool. Everybody is picking that up. I've seen a million people grab that. Um, I was on the fence. I, I It's not quite a horror game, but it's kind of like a creepy mystery psychological thingy. So that's good. I don't know. It's like straddles the line. So I might pick it up. Guild looks interesting, too. That game is badass. Yeah, I got that a couple weeks ago. Reggie was playing that on his channel. Nice. I like the artwork of that backpack. It looks cool. Yeah, that must be some special edition or something. And then we got some pickups from Link. We've got Air Twister. Oh, that's some, some good stuff right here. Oh, I think what this that's is called the Xbox 360 game. That's um, uh, Akai Katana. It's a cave shmup. And then we that was into. Yep, you got to pick up part three, bro. Oh, wait, they didn't. Oh, yeah, that's actually wicked annoying. So the PS4 got Psycho 1 and 2 and didn't get three, but the Switch got all three. Maybe. So oh my God. I own all three on the Switch and I own those because I'm just I'm, I'm probably. See, that annoys me because I prefer to own them on PS4, but if there's only two, I'd then want all three on the Switch. Not yep. The PS4 ones. That's what I was talking about the last week where if. If there's like a whatever whatever uh console has the more complete collection i want i just get that one because at least i have them all Very i'm cool just gonna one. show you guys a pm i just got two from cyrus joe is such a jerk oh what the heck <laughs> why'd you put that in there so you hey, got some speaking of first press games Looky yeah, there. They're real, guys. They look pretty cool, the um, slipcovers. 
No, it, they are. Uh, cool. That makes a picture of a tree. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, and then they have. Um... But is that worth four years? <laughs> no, no, no. And and also, no. you know, here's the thing: like, are you going to commit yourself to buying every game that they release so you have that pretty picture? Are you? Well, I know someone like so. I'm not full switch set, so he's obligated. Well, he to is. Him, so yeah. Well, that's happy. yeah. If that's fine, but I'm just saying, like, I only want their shmups, so I had do not care about the picture or the, the that stuff. Like to me, I just like it's. I don't know. They're not catering. They need to just have different tiers. They need to just sell people like me just the game. I don't care about the sleeves. I don't care about that. I don't care about that crap. I don't care. I just want the games. And they need to have that option. Like, here's 20 bucks, 30 bucks. Just send me the game. I don't yeah. want any of this crap. Put the price of that. And they need to do it within a year. And $20, however much you want to do. People will buy the version that has just the game. And more people buy that than any other version you've got. Because most people yeah. just want the game. Correct. And they have a, now they have like a sleeve to hold the games, the sleeves in the sleeve. They have that thing going on now, too. Up for pre-order, guys. If you want to pre-order it from them, you can get the sleeve for the <laughs> sleeves that don't exist. But yeah, you know, like I bought that for Shantae. Guess what? Mine sat empty for 12 months. So. And I sold it before <laughs> I even got the last game because it annoyed me that much. That it was just sitting empty. You know what annoys me? <laughs> I've got the, I bought the Blaster Master trilogy from Lemon Run Games on the Switch, and oh, like, I didn't get the little stupid sleeve, and like now I really want the little stupid sleeve, and it's, it's like I spent a lot of money on a little stupid sleeve, <laughs> and I'm going to too, and that's what makes me sad is that the realization that I've looked at it on eBay so many times that I know I'm going to buy it, I go through like a process. <laughs> you know, you know the the Asian version of the game is has all three of the games yeah. and is more complete. Yeah, 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 I have. I bought that PS4 version of that as well. Okay, but this is now we're getting into that thing you were talking about earlier, where that person had OCD and they wanted them all to have like matching spines. Like this is something like that. It, it's not about. Um, this is about me having all three of them on the Switch in the sleeve and having right. it look pretty. It's not. Okay. Like a mental okay. thing. I'm not gonna judge. I'm not gonna judge, but Bro. I'm just saying the Asian version's better. But uh it, so I so the way I deal with these things is I buy them all. I will buy hey, the, hey, the, that's, the that all works. three and the sleeve and the Asian version. That's how I deal with this. So that now works. I have that well that way you can keep those three sealed, open the Asian version and play that one because it's the one that makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. Now see I respect I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, so sometimes, like, dude, this is, like, the sickness I have. Like, I try to explain this to Figsy. Like, I have a VR collection over here, and then I have an RPG collection over here. And they released a, a Trails game that has a VR mode. And I had to buy two copies so I could have one in my VR collection and one in my Trails collection. <laughs> dude, that's mental. This is I said this chart that I solved my addiction. I got over it. Uh, well, I'm working on it. All right. Some hey, but is it really? Out. Is it really? Is it really as bad though as as an addiction to look for reprinted cartridges and spend thousands of hours looking through eBay listings? I mean that that's insane. 
like psychotic. Oh, there's no so. difference to what we I are... used to do with collecting like sticker variants of games and searching eBay for hours to find a sticker that I don't have on my copy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we all have our thing. I get it. Yeah, but you know that's um. That's all about getting into the hobby, and the more hardcore you get, the more you discover. If you if you say I'm going to collect all these games, well, guess what? You you collect them all. What's next? Do you want to keep going? Because there's always something next. You collect mm-hmm. your full set of whatever it is. Well, there's games in other regions. There's variants. There's steelbooks. There's collector's editions. It goes on and on. There's promos. You know, you can collect the press kits. It doesn't stop. You could collect <laughs> yeah. just one series. And it won't. I got a friend that collects Metal Gear Solid, and I remember years ago, he's like, I got everything, everything for Metal Gear Solid, and he's still finding new things every every week. He finds yep. new things. It's crazy. It doesn't stop. And That's awesome. I know. I know the Sega Dreamcast is still getting games printed for it. You know, so I mean, it's possible the twenty years from now that we get a brand new Switch game. We just never know. I hope so. I literally do. I hope these companies keep making them. Cyrus is saying that he loves the Facebook group and he contributes their bid. So small, small world. Oh, nice. That's for sure. Cyrus, uh, just out of curiosity, have we have we encountered each other before? I'm sure we have. It sounds like someone that you would have because Cyrus is going for a full switch set, and uh, I believe he's over the two thousand. 500 mark 2400 mark wow back now now it's it's what i'm curious to know is if they're going for a full set does that include each revision printed of every game that's a fair question we'll find out (laughs) that seems to me be like that'd be like one of the things when he's done if he wants to keep going type things you know it's It's right off it's like when you complete the vanilla set and you decide whether or not you want to keep going for variants and that sort of thing. What I would expect yeah. is he would probably go through and just start upgrading and replacing everything to get the best versions. That's what I would do. Yeah, yeah, but hang on. When you're right. collecting a full set, mm-hmm. when I collected a full PS3 set, I wanted the first print of every game because that made sense, buying the first print of everything. Like, it's called the Black Label copy. Mm-hmm. So it almost makes sense to buy the first and the last revision of the game. <laughs> no, well, that does that, make the most sense. That yeah, does you... make sense, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, the problem with that is, is unlike the PlayStation black labels and stuff, we we need to see the cartridge to know the print. It can't, you know, you can't see it through the case, which is super stupid. Nintendo, by the way, fix that. But uh, but yeah. That that'll be the difficult part for someone. It's the same going with for that. new PlayStation games. We're constantly getting reprints of PS two, three, four, and we don't know until someone comes out and say, "Hey, the address is different on the back." We know that there's a reprint. Like these companies aren't revealing that they're right. games, which is a bit shady in itself as well. Because then uh, there was a case with um, Siberia and Painkiller, which we called out on this podcast that. They got reprinted, and there was a guy on whatnot selling them without revealing that they were reprinted. And the first like six or seven went for like five hundred bucks each, and they were reprinted Ooh. brand new games. Like, 
you know, completely ripping people off. And now it's right. to the point where Video Game Plus have taken it on and bought them and they're selling them for retail or even cheaper. But 30 bucks. Yeah, initially Maybe. they were being auctioned off and it was That's one time hurt. and it was it was so dodgy. It was yeah, so like the whole reprinting thing is a dodgy scene as well. Like people have to be aware that you know that three hundred dollar PS two game that you bought mightn't be a game that was only sold twenty years ago. It might be a game that was printed in the last five or six years. The nightfall just that just happened. It's forty bucks right now. Just got reprinted. Yeah. It was like it was two three hundred dollars on the PS4. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, and I ordered a sealed copy and it showed up crushed. It was oh. so irritating. So oh, I returned man. it. What sucks is I'm gonna have to order from them again. I'm gonna like send them a note, like, I'll give you an extra three dollars if you put it in a box, you jerks. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I literally that's what I'm gonna we'll say. I, it again. I'm like, do, do I have to pay you extra money for you to like ship it to me like you know, like a responsible human being? Like, do you mind? Like not just putting it in tissue paper and throwing a sticker on it. Like what the can hell? We, dude? Like, can we call out li- limited run for that too? Because limited run does that nonsense where they'll send stuff and it's not mm-hmm. very well packaged. And my yeah, just, mm-hmm. my supposed limited print, which is going to be reprinted later in in retail, comes damaged and stuff. Like it's ridiculous. All the time. Yeah, all the time. I don't yeah, know how many times I've emailed them to yeah, have them do the opposite and call out the guys that do it right. They play Asia Video Game Plus. They, they use boxes. They've always yeah. used boxes. I think Video yeah. Game Plus came out and said, we're never going to use a bubble mailer moving forward ever. Every mm. single yeah. order is going to have a box. And guess what? Their postage is fucking cheaper than limited run games. Like, how does it make it's, sense? It doesn't make sense at all. So I used to order like one game at a time from them. And I always got them in bubble mailers and they were broken. Like my toe jammer no was broken. My zombies ate my neighbors was bro- broken. I mean, smashed, completely crushed, broken into people. Like you can shake it and pieces are falling out of it. Freaking ridiculous. And so like, and then, you know, if, they, if you want a box, they charge you money for the box, which is, is ludicrous. So now I just realized that if you order two or three games from them at a time, you will get a box from them every time because they yeah because it has to be a bigger it has to be something bigger to yeah Yeah. but every order takes forever because if you order four games you're absolutely gonna have one of those games hold up your entire order for months so i constantly will see people posting in the groups like i got my game i got my game i got my game i'm like yep yeah i'm still waiting yep and honestly Honestly, man, if I didn't have the project I was doing where I need the information as soon as possible. So for like example, uh, Alien Isolation, the collection that they just did for Switch, it's on its way to me as we speak. And I want to be one of the first to make a post, you know, if it's complete on card or whatever. And uh, I just feel like if I did it the other way, I wouldn't get it right away and then i would have to depend on other people that are not part of the group sometimes to get that information mm-hmm. and that could be difficult you know mm-hmm. so i don't know it's I, just i hope that is complete because i don't think you can get a complete copy on ps4 i don't think any of them have it all all the content like the nostradamus edition and all that other crap yeah. or the ripley edition it's all download codes hang on isn't well, the ripley edition on disc i don't think so i could be wrong I think it is well, the, the fact PS3. the fact that 
Let me have a look. The fact that the game has been out on Switch forever now, you would think that it would be completely there, but mm-hmm. we'll see. So it might have like um, some content on the disc. The regular version doesn't happen, but I'm pretty sure I looked it up and because uh, I was trying to try to find the most complete version and it was a download code for for something. But I could, like I said, it could be wrong. It's a download code. That sucks. Yeah. Wow. I, <laughs> see, I'm never wrong. I was 100%. It's like $60 a download code. Yeah, you, it, as far as I can tell, you can't get the because I I do this. Like I said, I'm into that. Like, I will look up, like, what version is the best? That's like why I bought the Bloodborne Game of the Year edition from PAL. And I usually <laughs> never go for the PAL over ESRB, but I was like, this is clearly the best one. It's all on there. I'm getting it. You know, so it's like, the Asian version is the same. It's all, yeah. Like, they sell Bloodborne Game of the Year edition as the, that's just the version that you buy in that region. Like, it comes with the DLC. You know what annoys me? Is I recently sold my other two copies of Alien Isolation because I had the Ripley edition, which is the best one. But now I'm realizing, hang on, it's just download codes, and what if they expire? Like, wouldn't I be better off selling that and just keeping the other version? <laughs> I have the regular one. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get the fancy one. So, hopefully, the Switch one has so it. So, do, do the does the PAL version work on an American PS? Four or PS5? See, this is where it gets technical. So you could buy the Ripley edition, for example. It'll work, but if you tried to play the DLC, it won't work because the DLC is a region locked. So that is weird. On my what you have to do is like on my PlayStation, I have my US account, I have my UK Europe account, and I have a Japanese account. I have uh-huh. three accounts. So I have Joe Rad, Joe Rad UK, and Joe Rad JP. They have all three, and then you have to log into that. So, like, if you wanted to play the Ripley Edition DLC, you'd have to. Lo- I'd have to log into my UK account, and then I can download it and I can play it on my UK account because I say I live in London or some shit, and then it will let me. But then, it's if you try to log gotcha. into your U American account, it'll let you play the base game. But as soon as you try to access the DLC, it won't let you play it. I oh my god, I went to the this huge nightmare with Dirt Rally VR trying to get that oh, stupid because. Yeah. Joe, I was going to say that there'd be a lot of people that aren't savvy enough to do that, and it just won't work for them. And they just, oh no, or they just won't. Like my girlfriend's, like you have three accounts. This is you're insane. I'm like, no man, I got to play my shmups from Japan, dude. (laughs) That's the only way I can play (laughs) Hitsui or the DLC. That's why I got free PS trees and free of these and free of these. I was so confused. Yeah, I bought Ketsui and it has like this big sticker like DLC included, blah, 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 blah. And I try to play it and I'm like, nothing is working. I'm like, what the freaking hell? And then I just, you log on to a Japanese account, everything's there. Just works fine. I'm like, this is so weird. So I don't know. It's almost like DLC is almost like such a scam when you think. Oh, I hate it, dude. Like, like what? Like, why is that region free? It makes no sense when the entire system is region I mean, region locked. Like the entire system's region free, and they region lock more content. You know, yeah, we used to just get sequels. I don't understand why consoles used to be region locked and they unlocked them now. Well, so that there still... was a genuine reason back in the day. So, especially in Japan, um, and let's use Persona Four on the PS3 for example. The reason behind locking that was 
it got released earlier in a different region and the price the money currency made it cheaper to just import it from america so they had to import back in the day region lock so people couldn't play games early or they couldn't buy games overseas and sell them and make profit which makes sense but today you don't really have that issue because the world's so interconnected like you know i can buy a game from japan in two days why a game from america in three days and it's going to be here it's not like you know yeah yeah there's no internet and people don't talk to each other across the world anymore yeah but i will just say one thing that i do notice japan seems to have this thing where there's shit that they won't ship out of their country like the final fantasy plates and stuff like they wouldn't sell them to the u.s customers i just found out you know those you know those cool ass zelda joy cons i got they yeah. have Dragon Quest ones that look rad as hell, bro. You got to get a Japanese proxy service to ship to you, man. That's I the can only, they're only on eBay for like 100 bucks, 120 bucks, and they're not that much. They should be like 60 bucks, something like that. You know what I mean? And like, I can't find them anywhere to buy them. And you go and play Asia, and they have them, and it just says, Japan. And they won't let me buy it. I'm like, dude. And with the, with the worst insane. part of the worst part of that is is that a lot of people that live in Japan can probably buy those for like relative friend that lives in Japan and he tells me that games out there are really, really inexpensive. But they sell them for double the price on Play Asia because of the shipping and all of that stuff. So, you know, a game that could be fifty dollars on Play Asia is probably twenty to thirty in Japan itself. Yeah. Hey guys, I didn't know if you were aware of this, and I only found out this recently. But did you know in Japan, Blu-rays are like ridiculously expensive? Like, yes, you Blu-rays are like ninety dollars in Japan. Yes, movies, you mean? Like movies and stuff. It's just movies. Period. They're like a hundred dollars. And and they won't have a North American or Power license. The only way to get them is this Japanese version. So Japan don't. Japan. audience don't really buy things digitally like they stick to physical markets games are cheap but movies are expensive over there and it's I'm crazy not paying a hundred dollars for a porn with all the bits fuzzied out okay? yeah 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 but, but fast forward <laughs> five years what if that's a video game in america and that's the only way to buy it and it's a hundred dollars would you still buy it yeah because that's sort of yeah. how their movie market works now like they don't have another option you know man i don't even buy games at 70 dollars now so no the answer is Meanwhile, no for me. best buy has every 4k uhd on sale for 9.99 right now you buy like every movie on yep. there for 9.99 they're clearing out everything so if you well, are into- they're gonna get rid of them yeah and it, it, i'm gonna go i'm gonna throw like 200 dollars down i'm gonna get a shit ton of stuff if down the line the new grand theft auto comes out to be 80 or 90 bucks guess what Game com- people will buy it, and game companies will then match the price with their new Assassin's Creed. They'll try to. They will, because if, if, if games are if if they're the only one who has it, are you going to just not play it? I think like, that GTA Six has some pull that they can do Assassin's it, and if they Creed want to, won't. they will, and um, it'll be mm-hmm. you know gamers will be the ones to suffer. I. But there's think about how many companies have already tr- like tried to release games at sixty dollars and immediately have to price drop the price because they're not selling. I mean that happens all the time. Tears of the Kingdom sold that was seventy bucks <laughs> for a couple of weeks, but they did drop it down to sixty like in a couple of weeks. It didn't stay there. 
But that game's going to suck. I am concerned. I, I mean, you read so much on the internet these days. But I'm concerned that that will be a 70 or 75 or $80 game when it drops. And, like, that'll be the base mm-hmm. version. You know that hopefully this isn't the case, but if that is the case, then well, moving forward, we'll see a lot more of this. To be fair, games have been sixty to seventy dollars since the nineties. Like I bought Fantasy Star Two on the Genesis. My dad, but oh, I didn't buy. It. My dad paid like ninety fucking dollars for that Genesis game, dude. I mean, I swear, mm-hmm. but like that was a ninety dollar game. From I remember he bought it in Child World. I remember, and like, you know. McDonald's. I, I spent forty dollars at McDonald's today. So uh, I, I, I'll make an argument. I'm a, games are gonna go up. That, just that games aren't the price of retail anymore because the average person doesn't just buy the game; they buy the DLC. They spend money on cosmetic items. Like we're not the average buyer. The average person buys five games and they play hundreds of hours in their games. And like you look at people that have played Grand Theft Auto or Fortnite or whatever it is, they got hundreds of dollars on spent on those games. That's where they they are making more than that sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's their. Uh, and the unfortunate part is that a lot of games are going in this free to play model, so that they can make. You, we all heard the news of WB Games going in that direction, which is a shame you know they hold good properties like bat like batman the arkham knight series and does uh, that I mean think that free to play can work like I, I would argue that free to play is a really good model for sport games because right now we're gonna yes. yes, 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 yes. but if you, you played bought a sport game once and they just introduced a new roster that would be so much better than buying fifa or nba every year like it makes sense and you know, online-only games. Like, Call of Duty at this point may as well be online-only. They don't care about the single-player game. But when right, it comes right. to single-player experience, they should never go near a Battle Pass because that just doesn't make sense. Like, no. the Telltale games used to be a Battle Pass system. Like, well, why? It's a single-player experience. It doesn't make sense. And, you know, obviously you're talking about Warner Brothers, but they're going to keep going down this road. So if, if you're into Telltale games, guess what? 20 bucks a month for three years is what you're going to be paying. <laughs> and I mean, how do you feel about Telltale Games being $60 full price for what they for what they are? I mean, they're great experiences in some cases. Like, I like The Walking Dead or whatever, but is the it entire, really worth 60 The entire Walking Dead series all in one? Maybe, but by the time it came out, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at, at what point are you buying a story? Yeah, and you got to say, "Hang on, this isn't much different to just watching the show, and it's ten times the price." Yeah, and Telltale are notoriously like pretend to give you choices that matter, right. and they don't. They don't. You're not gonna get like incredibly different endings. Maybe a couple people live and a couple people die, but for the most part, it's really not. You're not getting a Mass Effect story. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, or even uh, quantum right, right. quantum right. dreams or whatever, quantic dreams. Then they their games are great. Detroit becomes human. Like definitely matters what you choose. So, so, do we have time to do a million pickups? Should I just save them? We might save them for the um, Sunday show, Joe. We've oh, gone over man. that. Look at this. Yesterday it was great having you on, man. Thanks so much for chatting with us. It's going to be even more ridiculous on Saturday. You better schedule an hour or something for me, bro. Oh, God. Yeah, I love it. tonight. It was fun. It was fun. It was good shit. 
Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. For sure. Hey guys, I be sure to go and give Jesse a follow over on Twitter. And if you're on Facebook, join his Facebook group as well. He's doing a really awesome thing for the community. And yeah, you guys should definitely support it. You don't have to, obviously, you can support it for free, but um, even just liking posts and downloading things and reading things supports um, different projects just like this podcast. So yeah, really. And also it. sharing info. You know what I mean? Like, this is all new to everybody. So if you, you know, get a new game and you see it's got version five on it send them a photo let them know like you know this if is you a play a game and it doesn't work let us yeah know. definitely let us know oh uh, yeah definitely so yeah definitely awesome show that was really fun man thanks for coming on yeah thank y'all for having me i appreciate it um it's an honor honestly i i feel like i'm fairly insignificant and to be you know now that for the second time to be asked to be on a podcast it means a lot to me so i appreciate that oh, it's not insignificant really work in the community man so i appreciate what you do as well so mm -hmm. yeah. and you're a, you're a good guest it was a, it was great chatting with you for a few hours and if we all stay yeah, together sure. they can't screw us it's true like these companies yes. think they can get away with things but if the community all put their voices out and fight. Then guess what? Mm -hmm. We're gonna get like first. Pre first press can ignore just me, but they can't ignore all of us. Yeah, they can't right, ignore the government. Right. And, you know, every one of their customers saying, "I want my game and I want my refund," and you know, eventually they're gonna do something, and they have. So, yeah, I just want, work. I want my game, and I want an apology. That's what I want. I want mm. a little handwritten note saying, "I am so sorry that we made you wait so long, sir." Please forgive us. Beg us for forgiveness. Here's a free, here's a free coin. Here you go, buddy. Made out of, made out of. Metal. And that, and that letter will, and that letter will read to whom it may concern, Joe Red. We apologize for the inconvenience of waiting four years. Here's your game, uh, but it's broken in the ventilation room. You can't get past it. See ya. <laughs> yeah, it's only got version one on it though, so it needs a few updates. Bye. <laughs> on that night, have a good night, everyone. We'll see you All right, bye, everybody. You found the coolest place to be.